You just, you just name behavior. You're staring. Come on, you've done a Meisner exercise. What the hell's a Meisner exercise? Uh, we could go down a very long tangent, but you just uh, name behavior. You basically name behavior that you see your scene partner doing. They name behavior back at you. You It usually ends up getting angry. See, now my technique is what I do is I look at the words on the page and then I say those words out loud as though I were saying them to another person. Well, there's your problem. <laughs> that's my technique. And then there's another person who tells me if that's right or not and then tells me to do a different thing if it isn't. And you pay them hundreds of dollars for this. <laughs> you know what I would tell you to do? Steve. I'd, get fucked? I'd tell you to get your game on and go play. Yes, because acting is also referred to as playing, which could also be tied into the advice that the band that we are discussing today would also give you, Steve, because that band is Smash Mouth, and the so song is boring. All Star on <laughs> so this week's boring. episode of the Song Topsy Report, Such a where we dissect intro. Well, maybe, maybe you could speak up more if you want something more interesting, Steve. Bizarre or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I am your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And Mike Russell's deflecting. Oh. I can take it all, baby. Deflect. You can inflect you, right into me, Steve. I see, don't he give doesn't a shit. get. He, I'm Steve Trollinger, and Mike doesn't understand Meisner technique. Well, because he hasn't taken a Meisner class, Steve. Why would he? Well, what, do you have five hundred dollars to blow on nothing? Why don't you Meisner your own business and I spend my money? You got Meisner burned. But there's no end in the. Never mind. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, don't worry. This is not actually an acting podcast. Uh, it is a music podcast where we discuss bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music. And if it is your first time joining us, thank you so much for being here. Uh, and if you've listened to us before, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts if you have not done so already. And also, if it is your first time listening, you can also still leave us a review. Uh, you can get to the end of this episode, decide you like it, and leave us a review. It's not exclusively for the long-time listeners, is, is what I'm saying. You're all special listeners in our hearts you're all stars just <laughs> he can't he's already off to a great start listen to this guy <laughs> and i ain't the sharpest tool in the shed uh, i'm already done <laughs> steve i'm just, already steve, done with the just episode getting started because this song i don't even know like i i i can't call this song bad because it's like on a deep level deep inside of me it is as i was saying before we started it's like the lyrics are just such a part of me. The song is just so embedded into my psyche that I can't separate we've, it and objectively talk about it. We've all soaked in this song for more than a decade. Years. It's yeah. the 20-year anniversary yes, this, this year. Okay, That's why I brought it up in the first place, because yes. it's the 20th anniversary. Yes. This was, yeah, this was the uh, the fifth, fourth, fifth grade soccer anthem on the way to soccer practice as a kid, you know? This was the... this Look... I'm just saying. Where were you the first time you heard? I'm Smash saying there's Mouse a All-Star. there's a song called the anthem, and nobody uses that as an anthem. They use this as an anthem. <laughs> I can remember this was the first song like I could re- cognitively remember as a kid hearing on the radio and being like, "This is the pinnacle of music." I don't. But I remember as a kid, I was like eight when the song came out. I couldn't picture music getting better than this. <laughs> like, this is it. Wow, we've really peaked in the music industry, everybody. We have. <laughs> I, I, I had barely a consciousness of what the music industry was, but I knew that we had reached the peak. Uh, but for, I was going to say, for those who haven't heard it, everyone's heard this song. But and I if you haven't, like, you're lying. You're a yes, liar. Have yes. you seen a movie? Have <laughs> yes. you watched a TV show? Have you listened to a random radio station? I don't care if it's like the Spanish language station. I don't care if it's like AM, like Bible Belt Radio. Somehow you have heard it. You've heard it somewhere. But to just get us in the right mood for it, here is just a little bit of All Star by Smash Mouth. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Oh God! Does it? You just get filled with the nostalgies, you know. Well, oh. Here's here's what I'd like us to try to do this episode. Um, 
Because I, 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 this was uh, my fiance forwarded this to me. The, this article on Forbes about how this is the 20th anniversary of the song, and they specifically called it. And a lot of articles about this song use the same word. They called it the unkillable song. And I thought, what better, what better thing to try to autopsy than something that can't die? <laughs> It's, it's like it's on the table and it's alive the whole time and screaming as we open its chest up and take out its insides. Like a horrible mummification practice, perhaps. Exactly. Um, and what I would like us to do is, I would, like Nick had said up front, this we've, and like I paraphrase, we, we've all soaked in this song for so long. None of it, we don't have a conscious, we don't consciously uh, consider the, anything of the song anymore. Like it, it's just, just, it, it, just, it, it just is. It is, you hear it. And it's not even you're not even listening to it. It's just it's just like background noise for life. And what I would like us to do is actually consider it for once. Consider that it's dead. Like no, just like consider you're, it as a song. Like because not, it's not. It's a yeah. it's a state of mind, Mike. It's not really like you're just... sitting it. You're like don't 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 listen to it like you're sitting in the laundromat and it comes on because that happens. Don't listen to it like you're sitting in your doctor's office and it comes on because that happens. I want you to actually, and us by by you know comparison, to actually listen to. What happens in this hall? Okay, okay, Steve. I'm. I'll bite. So we're gonna we're gonna take this lyric by lyric. Then really kind of. We are because I, I'm not, like not even being facetious, not being a bit. I literally don't even hear the lyrics anymore. <laughs> right. I, it's almost like I phonetically. It's like if the song were in a different language and I just phonetically learned how to say it. That's kind of the way the lyrics are to me. I'm just phonetically repeating them, but I don't consider what they mean. And that's what we're gonna do today. So, this song came out. It was the summer of 1999. Y2K fears were at an all-time high, but it was May 4th. Actually, yes, May 4th. Wow. May 4th of 20 years ago. Hey, this, well, this great timing. Very this. good timing. Uh, and this song came out. For, uh, it was off their second album, Astro Lounge, and was written by Greg Camp, who was the guitarist and lead songwriter of Smash Mouth. And Smash Mouth is still around, actually. They do not have uh, Greg Camp in the band anymore, but they've kind of almost become like a cover band of themselves. They all because the, people know their hits so well that they could just keep doing the old stuff and people go crazy for it. It's like the venues they perform at. They're always dressed like someone's uncle at a barbecue. <laughs> like, a, like I have some of those shirts. Exactly. <laughs> You've worn some of them to recording sessions. But yeah, so this they do still perform. And even when they perform live, apparently, they, they will say, like, we know you're here to hear the three songs, so please stick around in the meantime. When you have... Such hits that have just pounded their way into people's like, like, like large cerebral. What's the what's the one that has the long term memories? You know what I mean? Don't what, poke me! <laughs> Come on, Mike is jabbing Steve vigorously in the head and drawing blood. Uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. Uh, can you name not this song two other Smash Mouth hits? Uh, why can't we be friends? That might be a cover. That is a cover. Um, oh, uh, Walking on the Sun. All right, good. Um. Oh shit! What was the other one? When the morning comes. That's well. That's one of them. Yeah. And then their cover of "I'm a Believer." Right. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> See, I couldn't even tell you who's saying the actual "I'm a Believer." That's yeah. That's the monkeys. <laughs> the ah. the monkeys. <laughs> you shut up. The monk shits. If you ask me, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> we got Smash Mouth. Just ugh, the just monkeys are a superior band, and they weren't even a real band. <laughs> They were in a TV show, right? They were TV. They were. Oh, that's a different episode. <laughs> oh, can we do the monkeys episode? No, all their great. songs are great. <laughs> oh, Steve. Oh, you poor, you poor man. <laughs> um, I did try to look up a little bit of uh, Greg Camp's kind of thought process for when he was writing the song, and for the most part, he said it was inspired by uh, fans of Smash Mouth. I was going to say emailing them, but actually this was back where they would physically mail the band letters discussing about how some of them were bullied because they said they like Smash Mouth or just for whatever reason. Because they, they were Smash Mouth fans. They would find out like, <laughs> you like Smash Mouth? Get him! And then they'd beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yes. let's, let's smash his mouth. Exactly. I mean, the, the form of bullying is built into the band's name, so the poor fans didn't really stand a chance. But they wanted to write. He wanted. He said he wanted to write like an anthem to empower people. Like just. Oh, hey. don't worry, kids. We're losers too. Like is that like that. 
Is that what you get from All Star by Smash Mouth? We're all losers. Yeah, cause uh, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. He's dumb. Okay, and a girl's holding up the loser sign to him. So he's. I mean, that's first of all, that, he's not saying that. Someone's saying it to him. This is what I'm talking about. Once Somebody told, once told him the world is going to roll him. He's not the sharpest tool in the sh- no, He's no, not I, saying he's he is. reflecting on, oh, man, the world's going to roll me. I'm not very smart, though. I'm not really sure what to do about it. When I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Grammatically speaking, Where's the comma? Saying, Where's the comma? Somebody Steve? once Show told me. Show me the comma. Some, Where's the smoking comma? Somebody once told me the world was going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Not to derail that whole grammatical point you made, but when I was a kid, I thought at first it was, I ate the sharpest tool in the shed, which <laughs> just goes to prove that you, in fact, were not the sharpest tool in the shed. Nick, I, don't I want, was eight, you I'm, bastard. I'm not going to finish this whole sentence. Well, you can be a dumb eight-year-old. <laughs> someday the world's going to roll you, Nick. Yeah, I someday. I you know why. Why is that? Because, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but uh, before we dissect the lyrics, I do kind of want, I want to try to give some uh, facts to the listeners that maybe they weren't aware of uh, regarding the song. Uh, one interesting note I found was for, it was uh, an article from Spin. I think Steve, you found this originally. Uh, there were handwritten lyrics to the original for the original song written like on just like loose leaf paper or something, and it showed that so- the lyrics had actually changed from when they were originally written to the final version. Uh, and the most prominent example is in the end of the chorus, as I'm sure all of our listeners know. All that's all that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars break the mold. It was almost all. It was almost quote. And all that glitters is gold. Say bye bye to your soul. What? <laughs> Which was, uh, I believe, a reference to. To oh, no. oh, I thought it was a reference to him writing the song. Like the song itself is just sort of like, all right, well, th- this is our one. Because I, I, in my research too, I found Greg Camp talking a lot about how, like, when he was writing this song, he he was doing it at the behest. He was like of of their producers the yeah. studio uh they're like we need you to we you know these are good what you've written so far but we need you to write us like a hit like and nothing boggles my mind more than someone who doesn't write music telling someone who does write music can you just make a hit yeah make it just sound make like it. this make, make it make, make it, it a, good make it a song that's everyone's gonna love and it's gonna make us all a lot of money can you just do that <laughs> as if they're not trying to do that yeah. already. it's like oh uh make a viral video can you do that just go ahead and make it all make that, it a viral video all that shit you're doing is great but stop doing that and do something good could you but just the notion like the, like the <laughs> up its own ass version of being like that's all it takes right me just telling you to write a hit song? Go do that. You know, but in a way, it's though, like build a house, write a hit song. It's kind of like, I feel like sometimes things are kind of laid out, and you're like, if I had a catchy chorus and I kept a you know a similar tune and I kept it not so difficult, it would probably be have a better chance of being a hit than if I worked really hard on something elaborate and confusing. I think if anything, our show is about is about the truth of that statement. <laughs> yes, yeah. but it's it's what what's amazing too is. If you consider that as the context of like someone with no musical ability telling a musician, write me a hit song, and then the musician begrudgingly writes him the most hit hit song that's ever been written, <laughs> like that he can't like he's he, like he must have finished writing it like the whole time being pissed like trying to tell me write a hit song like that's the easiest thing in the world to do like I could just fucking do that gets to the end and goes ah shit <laughs> oh I did it. <laughs> Uh, I'm never going to hear the end of this. It's going to be up his own ass the whole time. Uh, the producer's batting yeah, himself yeah. on the back. It's all thanks to me, <laughs> hey, Johnny time, Producer. Man. But hey, that's, that's you essentially... Just, you just written me up when you need another pep talk. Yeah. That's essentially what happened. And he writes the song and he's like, well, this is this is our, what our band is now forever. I've ruined us for the rest of our lives. Oh, I love it though, man. You know, you only have to perform three songs for the rest of your entire career. That won't make anyone want to kill themselves. <laughs> Are you? Oh man, are you kidding? If I had one stand-up set, people like you could do that all forever. I'd be like, great, cool, let's do it. I love telling the same. You story. don't think that would be a curse, Mike? That sounds like the setup of like a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> Nick, as long as the people are laughing, who cares? Right? Now I'm that at- sounds like the premise of a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> like he, like horrible things just start. It's the happening saddest day of your life, and everyone's <laughs> laughing. Oh, that's already how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I do stand-up, it is the saddest day of my life. Why? Because I'm doing stand-up. 
But Steve, you are right when you say like this is the hit song. Like if you want to do any kind of experiment on a song, you do it to All Star by Smash Mouth. Like there are, if you you can go on YouTube You'll see every you'll see covers of this done in every musical style under the sun. I've seen versions where people remix it, where every single note is E, so they they auto tune it. So he's just singing every lyric in the exact same note. One person did a cover where he does the entire song one beat behind, and it's like a total mind fuck to listen to. It, like the song, if you want to do any experience, you know, it's, you know, it's like when a new piece of technology comes out, the, the cliche, and this, this might be tech nerdy to people, but the cliche is you try to port the old video game doom onto it. That's <laughs> this song's equivalent. Like if there's, you want to try an experiment, you try it to all star by smash mouth. And there's, there's one too, that, um, once it gets to the lyric and they don't stop coming, that lyric just repeats itself for 10 hours. Yes, there's a 10 hour version which just. And they don't stop coming 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 and they don't. Oh my God. What? Why? Why do people do it? Why because of the internet, Mike. Because they, the internet is a, is a fast paced, uh, like it's a bullet that people can put their sickness into and shoot at others. Like, who who wouldn't be able to click away from this video for 10 hours? Ah, and then they're trapped them. Trapped. I don't know why people with a voice on the internet would want to keep talking about this song. Now back to Smash Mouth. <laughs> she was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. All right, so who's dumb in this? Is he dumb? Or is she dumb? He's calling her dumb. She's calling him a loser. But someone else said he wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. I don't know whose side to be on. I know. Right from the get-go. <laughs> it's a Mexican standoff with three people who look exactly the same. And you're, you don't know which one to shoot. And they're like, no, that's the real one. I'm the real one. Shoot him. No, I'm the real one. We, there's just losers and dumb people in this picture. That's all we know in the first verse. Oh, man. And, Mike, I don't know if I can answer that question for you. So far, Mr. Mouth uh, is the narrator of the song essentially mr mouth as I, right. yes as I, as I will call the vocalist uh mr mouth is the narrator so he's he's a, he's our window into this world and he he said somebody once told me the world is gonna row me like you're gonna get screwed over and because he's not the sharpest tool in the set, shed so i think he has at least a sense of awareness to say that He's not the brightest, and so he knows that people are going to try to screw him over because somebody told him that. Maybe somebody who was trying to screw him over. Hmm. While he's telling him this, he's like, you know, like taking his wallet out of his pocket. If this song is the only time I've heard the phrase, the world is going to roll me. I, have you heard that phrase before? Like, it's hard to tell because it's in the context of this song. I want to say, yes, I've heard it before, but there's 99% chance that it's from the song. I think it's just from the song. I've, I've, like, the phrase that the world, like, I've, like, the world can, like, I just roll you. I, I don't like, know. forget, forget, forget BC and AD. Now the real demarcation in between time eras, move over, Jesus. <laughs> the real demarcation between time eras is before All Star and after All Star. Fun fact, the first hit before uh, All-Star that Smash Mouth wrote was called Move Over Jesus. <laughs> Didn't pick up quite as well. I'm going to tell Jesus to stand back. <laughs> stand back. But yeah, we do have the lyrics pulled up, and uh, they say with the assumption... Hey. <laughs> Sorry, Mike wait, just touched my leg under the table. Are you guys playing footsie oh, under there? My just leg. touched my knee. Listen, All Star gets people in the mood. You know, I who I wonder how many children were conceived to All Star by Smash Mouth. Oh my god! How many? How many kids at like a sporting game in like the bleachers of like a college game while this song was playing during halftime? Like, yeah, let's get our game on. <laughs> but guys, in in this first verse, who do we think the she is that is giving him the L sign on her forehead? Well, I I know who it is, but. His little who, sister. Who is actually, it's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. No, it's uh, uh Greg. Uh, what is it, Greg Camp? That's yeah. his. It's his ex uh, ex girlfriend. <gasps> did that to him. Gave him like the loser with the L overs. I over didn't think head. people did that in real life. Yeah. She like called called him a loser. Told him to grow up, and then like walked out on him. And he's but like, just, and punctuate <laughs> it with the. Could with you the, imagine if your ex wife actually put the L sign on her forehead? Wow. What is this? 1998. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're leaving me. <laughs> oh no. Let's see if things pick up. Yeah, let's see. 
Okay, that, there, there's quite a little bit there. And once again, until we decided to talk about this on our podcast, I hadn't really thought about what these lyrics actually mean. But uh, the years start coming and they don't stop coming, mm-hmm. which I think we can just kind of assume means that time moves on and it moves keeps coming. You can't fight it, man. Although I'm not going to lie, I don't think what Genius Lyrics wrote for this one is entirely accurate. <laughs> According to at least one person, uh, that line means, quote, the lead singer of Smash Mouth is referencing his age kink. He wants his lover, male and or female, to act as if they're in old age, as uh, as if they have been through many years. Yeah, what? That, that just that just sounds like <laughs> that. That just sounds like uh, what happens when anyone's allowed to edit something. <laughs> it's the downside of democracy, at least on the Internet. Did he have an age kink? No. I don't think so. No, he did not. My- <laughs> Where would that come from? That's crazy. That's why I did a song called Walking on the Sun, because nothing's older than the sun in our galaxy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's just furiously masturbating while staring directly at the sun. If you had a sun with sun, what would it be? What would be a half humanoid, half <laughs> star? Asking the tough questions here on the Zocdopsy Report. Does uh, anyone else smell something like skunky in here? If I launch a missile full of jizz into the sun, okay? Ooh, missile full of jizz. <laughs> name, of my, name of my band. I call it. Name of my band. Missile full of jizz. Second album's called Come Again. Uh, but the second <laughs> verse, the second line in this verse... Uh, is fed... Wait, hold on. Mike just described the plot of Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. That's what Lex Luthor does in that movie. He combines his DNA... No, he combines his DNA with Superman's DNA, puts it into a nuclear missile, fires it into the sun, and it becomes a nuclear-powered superhuman. Oh, my God! Mike just it's literally Mike just literally described the plot of Superman 4, I The Quest for Peace. I one day will be a Lex Luthor, I think. Ah. I can't wait. With if by Lex Luthor, you mean I will put my jizz in a spaceship and shoot it at the sun? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take us off track, but that just it, it struck me like lightning from the sky. <laughs> I can't believe that's an actual plot of a Superman uh, movie. But then there's the line, oh, yeah. uh, fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Never knew what that line meant. But one possible theory is that it's almost like a plan words of fed to the wolves. Like the rules of society, I was fed to. I was I was forced to just try to live a mundane existence, but uh, I hit the ground running instead. So he ran from the rules, or into the rules' mouth. I mean, the the whole point of the song is to be uplifting and say, "Hey, you can do your thing and not have to be working like a nine to five job at an office if that's not what you want." Although Greg Camp's wife would disagree. Apparently, why does everyone diss the nine to five job, man? Like I think about it, and it's like it. It seems nice. You know, I got to say, all these inspirational songs, I think they overcorrected a little bit. Like, like now it's like, you, okay, but what about your health insurance? What about, like, paid vacation time? What about a nice 401k, maybe a gym membership, commuter member? Like, you don't get all these as an, as, as an artist. No. The grass is always greener. Those of us constricted by uh, society's rules always envy those who are not. But then when you go to the other side, you're like, oh, I'm not constricted by society's rules. I could die at any minute now. <laughs> I just think, dude, you wanna you wanna play your gigs? Just uh, you know, do it after work. Do it on the weekends. Yeah, there's a lot of time. It's always weekends. It's a striking close to home for me, also. Uh, <laughs> but then there's the line: uh, "Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb." Now we're getting into the philosophy of Smash Mouth. I mean, if we can, if we can sort of take all this from the point of view of, let's just say a lot of this song, I think only the L in the shape of the forehead was directly re- uh, related to that event he had with his ex-girlfriend because uh, he would like go to like his cover band practice and she would call him a loser and tell him to grow up and all that. But it Even sounds- then they were a Smash Mouth cover yeah. band. <laughs> but it sounds, like, uh, it sounds like that's pretty much fueling the entire song. Yes. At this point, because that definitely sounds like that's it how he starts yeah. it off. It doesn't doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Look, you're gonna live however many years you're gonna live. It doesn't make sense to waste a bunch of your time doing things that you don't want to do. He's not smart. 
And he's like, okay. By his own admittance. He's yeah. just he's just saying So ignorance is bliss? Is that the ignorance core message? Ignorance is such bliss, Nick, when you can just shut the old brain off. This and is let the, the master right here. <laughs> oh, it took many years of training, let me tell you. Uh but Steve, I feel like that's slightly <laughs> hypocritical because you're like you like me, I feel like, consume the news that Mike is partially helping with, and you just get so angry. Yeah, and if you didn't know that news, you'd probably be happy. Yeah, but I'm also no, because I'm. I also know that if it wasn't that, it would have been something else. You know, what? I would have found something. I will make myself upset one way or another. There is so much awful, terrible things happening every single day. There are. Yeah, but there's also lots of good stuff. Enumerate them. It's all what you focus on. You know. <laughs> what kind of face did you just make? <laughs> it's all good. Like you turn into a cartoon character for saying it's out. There's so goodness everywhere. No, it's uh, it's a, it's an unfortunate reality I live with every day. I'm just saying. You guys listen to the news. You watch the news. You get a little upset, and it's okay. And listen, I, I see it. I hear it. But you just gotta let it come in and out. We could all use a little bit more Smash Mouth in our life. You need Smash you're... Mouth. You need to get a little dumb. Okay. It's okay to be dumb once in a while. There's so much to see, so what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an awesome... That line, that line is funny. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Because there's not a deep-seated... It's not like a Cohen or anything like that. It's not like a... It's not this like idea of self oneness it's not this higher like vedic thought it's literally he needed a rhyme that's the, that's where that line comes from he's like i just needed something to rhyme and it sounded like you know that rhymed and it sounded like it fit like, uh, the end. That go, was the whole point. That was that whole line. Uh, yeah. But steve it worked because it took me 20 years to consider what you just said. If you can get 20 good years out of just a song kind of like passing over you that's pretty solid. That's a solid half-life for song meaning. What kind of back streets is he recommending to take, though? Because I walked through some back streets on the way here one time. I went under a bridge. There was a lot of parked cars and a lot of dudes under the bridge just, like, like walking around. And I it's, just, I didn't feel safe. Mike walked right through their <laughs> knife fight. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to get in the middle of your business. I'm just on my way to the Dwayne Reed. Wait, what's that called? Where um, uh, Plattsburgh. That's no, what that place no, is called. No, no, no. It was here in Queens, actually. Uh, it was uh, the, where they, where they, where they. Take, where they steal the cars and they chop shops. I think I walked through a chop shop uh, like area. <laughs> that was a they back street. Us- they usually saying. do those in garages. Well, don't they? Don't they steal your car on the street and then bring it to the garage? Typically, yes. I'm pretty sure they were stealing cars on the street. Oh, all right. Well, maybe or selling some drugs, or maybe there's some prostitutes. I don't know. It was a weird bridge. <laughs> it's about a mile from you, Nick. Sounds like the <laughs> most fun bridge I've ever <laughs> yeah. heard. Well, Mike, I'm sure they would say it doesn't make sense not to live for fun. Well, you well, and you'll never know if you don't go. So why don't we go after the podcast? I'll show you the the, uh, the the whole notion of oh, excuse me taking the back street. Um, I hear there's boys sometimes in the back streets. <laughs> oh, that same era right there. That's nice. That's I thought there was I thought there was another lyric related to that, but it, it sounds like it sounds like it's telling. You can you can either read it as it's saying go ahead and take shortcuts because in life because. You, you you want to get to where you're going, so I don't know if it's that because that gets that's fairly or negative, just not like the pedestrian route that everyone is going down. Right, uh, more, uh, what ah. was it? A scenic route. Like I don't know if it's telling people take the scenic route in life, take a, a route you might not conceive. If it's an outside of the box, or take the scenic route, or it's okay to cheat. It could be any of these. If there's anything I've learned, in, it's okay in life, to cheat. It's okay. Just listen. You gotta find your way to the top by any means necessary. You know, murder, <laughs> extortion. Mike does have a necklace made of human ears. He's wearing right now. These ears didn't come cheap, guys. It took the sharpest tool in the shed to get them. <laughs> so, Mike, you you took a very macabre reading of All Star by Smash Mouth, in which they're advocating murder. Okay, where do I do it, Smash Mouth? <gasps> the back streets. Damn it. The sharpest tool in the shed. Damn it, Mike. I'm tired of saying this every episode. This song is not giving you permission to murder people. Uh, all right, all right. Whatever you guys say. Go get help. <laughs> Some guy shackled to a radiator in a basement, and Mike comes up s- s- softly whispering, Did it make sense not to live for fun? Oh, see, now I pictured him like, like kicking the door in. 
pacing like in front of the terrified like bound person like with an open carton of milk just just <laughs> throwing it back like muttering to himself it's like didn't make sense doesn't make sense not to live for fun <laughs> and then just milk is pouring all over him because that's what you, that you in he's wearing the dairies you, of our lives yeah. milk you costume you really see me as such a barbarian <laughs> I'm both flattered and you know wonderful no, it's kind just, of uh, image I give off. It's of just you you forced me to consider you as a as a as a disgusting milk drinker at this point because I've seen. I you am a on... sexy milk drinker, Steve. If you haven't seen the Instagram photos, I don't know I'm what just, you're talking I'm about. Just saying, I've seen you on no less than three occasions covered in milk, which is three more than I can say for anyone else I know. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, it's a lot of milk. Yeah, <laughs> that's you in my head now. Milk Russell. Game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. All that's the minute, let's go. Only shooting stars. Break the mold. So, wait, are we, oh crap, for a second I, I blacked out and I thought I was watching <laughs> Mystery Men. <laughs> Oh yeah, do do we want to enumerate the movies that this song has been attached to? Uh, because if you yeah, you want me to do that right now? I got them all right here. All right, and go. Shrek, Rat Race, Digimon the movie, Mystery Men, Inspector Gadget. Oh crap, that's it. <laughs> I really thought I ran out. Were, I would have thought there were more. Yeah, but you have to realize this is just film, though. I'm not, this doesn't count TV, not the TV or, shows, yeah. right? And also, keep in mind, all those movies came out within like. A year and a half of each other. So there was a summer where you just heard All Star. And uh, sometimes, guys, I don't know if you've ever watched Fox and Friends in the morning, but they'll throw. <laughs> they'll play. Will they actually throw on All Star? No. Uh, what I do in the morning is something more informative, which is I punch myself in the dick five to eight times. Fair and balanced. <laughs> I, I get way more out of my day if I do that than if I watch Fox and Friends. I want to know about all these stars. So there's there's a bunch of different type of stars you can be, right? You can be a movie star, you can be an all star, you can be a rock star. They don't even say a movie dwarf star. star. You can be a brown star, Presbyterian a- star. <laughs> and uh, but it seems that the shooting stars really get the spotlight in this chorus. You know what I mean? Which really sucks because they're not actually stars; they're meteorites. Well, I mean the album, which is a problem, Steve. You're right. The album this came from was called Astro Lounge. And like it implies like a lounge in space, so everyone raise your hand if you had this album. I had now three which had this song on it, oh, but okay. I had all the songs on my first MP three player, which was a what was it called? A Zune? Rio. Oh. A Rio. Yeah. Wow. One of the three proud Rio owners. <laughs> hey, man, that thing got me through my hospital visit, okay? Your the hospital cath- visit? The catheter one? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, actually, you know, up. Mike, I can't, I can't even say anything. If that got you through that. I was laid up for, uh, well, like three weeks in the hospital. Yes, if that, got you, if that got you through the cock queef incident, <laughs> the cock then queef. that is, Mike, you should have done a commercial for them. <laughs> I, I should have I saved Rio. Rio should be uh, one, of, one of the top market tech companies right now. Every time Mike hears a song, All Star, he pees a little. <laughs> Place, and they say it gets colder You're bundled up now Wait till you get older But the media men beg to differ Judging by the hole in the satellite picture The ice we... I'm very confused about that. It's he's talking about global warming or not global warming. What's it going to be? Judging by the hole in the satellite picture, does he know how weather works? Do or how you, meteorology works? Do you know how ozone layer works, Nick? He didn't say there was a hole in the ozone. There's a satellite picture of the ozone layer. And there's a hole in it because the, the the atmosphere is missing. So you think they printed out a picture of like a satellite photo of the ozone layer and they're pointing to that picture saying, look at that hole. Well, you don't know what satellite photography looks like in this regard. It could appear to be a hole in the middle of... It very Nothing. well it very well might be, but it's kind of ambiguous the way Smash Mouth has... Oh, I'm sorry, Nick. I'm sorry that this pop techno ska song from the late 90s isn't as meteorologically sound they as should like have stuck be. in their lane they're writing a feel-good anthem and they keep trying to bring meteorology and astrology into it and i just think they should stay in their lane a little bit hey, that, a controversial opinion he's but. he's dumb nick he's already told us from the top of the sun he's dumb but he's got to listen to Meteor Man. He doesn't even know what to call the Meteor Man. I don't Man. know if I want to. Li- I don't know if I would enjoy a song by someone who admits that they're dumb. They're Iron- not- ironically, this song was not used in the film Meteor Man. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> and 
it should have been. Uh, you know, all, Smash Mouth never gets the uh, the claims they deserved. Except the biggest song of all time. Uh, it's just not enough. <laughs> Still not fair. It's getting pretty thin. The water's getting warm, so you might as well swim. But world's on fire. How about yours? That's the way I like it, and I'll never get bored. Uh, see, guys, so, so when... You know, What's wrong with global warming? It's going to be warmer. It's going to be great. It's going to be nice. We go out to the beach all the time. Hmm. <laughs> what's going to be wrong with global warming? It, it, it reminds me of a Washington Post article I read five hours ago about how millions of species are dying out. <laughs> and how, it, how horribly that will affect human beings. Listen, we could just keep growing beyond beef <laughs> and live in the mountains. You know, we'll have to go up a little bit because what the water's going to raise. California's going to be gone. But the fires might stop because of all the water, right? So. I was reading that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to find, look at the silver lining, Steve. Yeah, Steve. Mike is just a glass half full guy. We got a negative Nancy over here who can't see the good things about Earth getting warmer. I am speaking from the viewpoint of our good man, Mr. Smashmouth. Who we've established <laughs> is dumb. Who is dumb. And he doesn't. Look, he's, his world's on fire. He already knows. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. You might as well swim. Don't get bored. They and already did that song. It's <laughs> Walking on the Sun. They did a whole song about this. He can't wait. He can't wait for it to be official, man, because then his, he's going to get a second wind in his album. This song was originally written for the uh, to be the main uh, theme for the film, An Inconvenient Truth. Except, except, except they should have used Walking on the Sun if that was the case. Because at least that whole song is about it. Not a weird random second verse that seems to completely counteract every other verse in the song and what it was trying to say. No, that sounds pretty dumb. <laughs> Listen, everyone, the world's falling apart, so just have fun. The water's going to be warm because of all the active volcanoes, and that lava's going to get it nice and toasty. And sulfurous. Yes. So you can't, you can't like, sit in it without burning yourself. Cut to California. My world's on fire. How about yours? Uh, that's the way they like it. I don't think they do. Yo, yo, guys, guys. This, this was always great because I... I felt like everyone could join in by like pantomiming the sport they were playing for or being, being an all-star, and then all of a sudden you whip out your air guitar for when you're the rock star. Or some people would pull out the drumsticks. You know what I mean? That's it interesting. Was, you're very visual with how you see it. Like, what can, uh, Is that from your line dancing days where you're like, how can I get everyone involved? Like, What's the activity you can be doing for each verse? Uh, Nick, I've been like, an interpretive and line dancer my whole life. Since, interpretive since, line dancing? Oh, yeah, man. Let me so tell you, you. That's a niche skill. <laughs> but... uh. No, I, uh, you you just do it up, man. Who doesn't want to whip out an air guitar when they say you're a rock star? I feel like everybody, everybody does. You're damn right. goes for it, you know? Do you you guys... have no idea how to play the guitar, do you? I don't need to. You, but, you but can the, play air you guitar. You got air guitar skills like this, it doesn't it matter. It looks like you're fondling it. You, gotta, you have to make sweet love to the music, make Steve. sweet love. Why do you think there's a G string on the guitar if you weren't meant to make love with your guitar? There's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> No, and for the listener, I was talking to Nick that time. You know, sometimes you lose your pick in the hole. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, Mike, if it's an electric guitar. That's an acoustic guitar. Yeah. If it's an electric guitar, it doesn't have. Well, you can't be a rock star with acoustic? Who says acoustic? No. Oh, I begged Michelle Branch could rock it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that is rocking. Making my way downtown, walking. Oh, that's not Michelle. That's not Michelle Branch. It's not. Who no, was that's it? the other lady who sounds like Michelle Branch, but she plays the piano. A thousand miles. Oh, Vanessa Carlton. Vanessa, right. yes. She sounds just like I always think. Yes, but you're wrong. That's racist, Mike. <laughs> is it racist or sexist? Neither. <laughs> is it sad that you never that you don't know at any moment? Am I being sexist or racist? Oh, oh okay. The two guys just saying the most appropriate songs last week could come at me like that. Okay. <laughs> Who would have thought All Star is the is the trigger for all of this? <laughs> Go for the moon. Go for the moon. 
was apparently uh, another little fun fact, an actual quote from uh, a NASA recording that was like in the public domain. Go for the moon. Yeah, go for the moon. Yeah, is that what they did? All right, astronauts, don't miss it. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's about to take off. Wait, wait, where do we go again? Go go for the moon. Oh, shit, thank God. Oh, God. There's a lot of space out there. Yeah, there's so much space out there. We would have looked like regular old bozos. All right, we're on our way to Mars. No, go for the moon. Oh, no. Yo, who was the other guy that was in the... In there with Neil Armstrong. Who's um, Buzz Aldrin? Buzz Aldrin. Thank you. Thank you, Buzz. Michael Collins. Who do you think was the backseat driver in that? You know, because you got to be freaking out a little bit on, as you're approaching the moon. The moon's that way. Don't tell me how to drive. <laughs> Technically speaking, to land the lunar module, you needed both of them. So I don't think you can backseat drive the lunar module. Do you think there was a struggle for power during the landing? As in they're literally <laughs> fighting on the steering wheel trying to get it to... No, I'm pretty sure they were just trying to do whatever they could to not die. Because, you know, they were the first people to attempt a landing on a different celestial body. That's fucking nuts. You know, I don't think there's enough appreciation for how freaking crazy that is. I we agree. launched people out, man. I agree. Let's let's make this tiny capsule, put it on 18 stories of rocket fuel, hurl it into the sky, make them spend three days bombarded with radiation and then have them land a small phone booth onto an alternate celestial body and also let's do it without any sort of trial run to let us know if it's possible I t- in sixth grade I wanted to be an astronaut and then my sixth grade teacher canceled the trip to space camp and I never got to find out if it was something I really wanted to do well Mike I think the fact you never pursued it after that is probably the reason why you are an astronaut in all fairness based on how i just characterized space travel i can see you being an astronaut (laughs) that seems like buzz buzz get out of the way i know how to drive that was the best description i've heard of how space travel was yeah it's it's madness like those people aren't just heroes they're like they're they're the most there's the craziest bastards around oh i love astronauts i think that's what all Star by Smash Mouth was really trying to drive home. Pretty sure they were, if anything, that was that would have been the album before this. <laughs> I don't know. They're all space based. It seems. Yeah. There's and there's no. Where's the shout out? Well, shout out to the astrology man. But where's the shout out to the astronauts? The well, the astron. They're the, literally shouting the meteorologist? out. Meteorologist. They're yeah. Well, they're literally shouting out. Go for the moon. Yeah, I guess that's for them. Which is great because it's metaphorically motivating and literally where they need to go. So it's helpful on two levels. You know what I always thought was funny? With, um, in, um, it's a Wonderful Life. When he tells that is a hilarious movie. When he, You're ta- right. when he tells Mary he's gonna get her the moon so she can swallow it, and all the all the moonbeams can shoot out of her fingertips. And you're just thinking, you think uh, you need to rewatch this movie? <laughs> he said that it's crazy. Listen, anyone who's listening, uh, Ma- Mary, uh, if I could, I just I I I I throw I throw a lasso around the moon and I just I pull it down and I just put it in my pocket <laughs> and I give it to you. I shove it down I, your mouth. No, he does. He's like, I don't remember can, that part. You can swallow, Mary. You can swallow, and then and then moonbeams would shoot out of your fingertips. Ah, uh, what? Would you like that? <laughs> it's like wow. I'm gonna go home and rewatch that movie now. <laughs> I wanted to remake that scene and just have her going. Oh, whoa, okay, buddy. Cuts back to him and Clarence. Clarence is like, "What were you smoking?" <laughs> have to give them a shout out for there some good wordplay i said yep what a concept <laughs> you say that's that's not a rhyme no i'm just uh, i like it yeah i like no. how i like how they kind i like how it works in a weird way it's well, not technically speaking but and then the whole point is to uh, is to get away and you need some spare cash to do that so he says we could all use a little change or change i think in today's modern world because change won't get you a gallon of gas apple pay uh that a change for gas is now directed toward our electric companies like tesla i need a change for gas i need a charge i can't i need a charge for gas now it's like uh you, you can't do gas anymore we need change you know you're right this song was the environmentally conscious power ballad we needed 
Well, if you think about in it, with, with the satellite holes and the place getting warmer and uh, the ice, the the ice is getting thinner, and we need change for gas. You're right, Mike. This whole song is really just uh, a, a public uh, service announcement for STEM. <laughs> Let's write a Masquerading song. Masquerading yeah. as the catchiest, yeah. most memorable song let's, of all time. Let's write a song to get kids into science, <laughs> technology, There's a lot of science in this, though. If you think of it, go for the moon. That's Oh, that was another part. Okay. That was another part of uh, space Mike, travel. Mike, mentioning the moon doesn't make it a scientific song. It makes you think for a second. What is Amore that from Moonstruck <laughs> is not a scientific song. That's when a, the moon hits your eye due to a weird gravitational pull, that's some more. Well, maybe if he worded that way, it could be. Yes, <laughs> but he did not. He said like a pizza yes, pie. Yes, like a pizza <laughs> pie, which makes it a food-based song. Going back to what I said earlier. So much to do, so much to see, so what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. Go! You'll never shine if you don't go. <laughs> hey now, uh. So f- oh, you'd think we planned that, but we didn't. So freaking good, man. So freaking good. Ah, and you know, it just I love this song so much. Like, the, the idea, I don't know, we already talked about shining and glowing, but it's so true. You know, you got to shine a little, and then you can fully glow in the dark, and that's what it's all about, you know? You can also shine if moonbeams are shooting out of your fingers. <laughs> but here's the thing, everything we discussed is not the lasting memory I'll have in this song. It will be summer of 99 when I can remember hearing this on the radio every When Nick time. lost his virginity. Yes. Oh, Nick. To Smash Mouth on the radio. <laughs> don't picture it, Mike. Quit it. That's no, weird. Mike, no. I want you to pick it. Wait, first off, fuck you. You said it. And they're like, don't picture that. That's weird. Second off, yes, Mike. Eight-year-old me smashing it to Smash Mouth. <laughs> oh, Mike was doing the math in his head. <laughs> it's just funny that Smash, you know, does mean sex. So that's great. That's funny. That's good. You're funny, Steve. That's I am funny. Yes. <laughs> totally planned it. And that's why they wrote their next song, When the Morning Comes. And you're like, what the uh, fuck did uh, I do uh, last when night? When the morning comes. But so we've discussed the impact this song has had. And there's actually, uh, we've been re- referencing uh, this uh, Ringer article. I think it's the one your fiance shared. No, no, she sent me a Forbes one. And then for some reason, Forbes took it off the website within a day. I don't know what was up with that. They're like, we can't just smash mouth. Yeah. But there is one real-world connection I did want to mention, because we mentioned the covers, the memes, kind of like the unkillableness of the song. Uh, there is... Yes, we did, Mike. Okay, good, good, good. There is a... Um, what's it called? Yeah. All-Star the Musical coming here to New York City. They're making a musical where every single song is All-Star by Smash Mouth interpreted every different way. Like, it's a tango, and then it's a ballad, and then it's like a haunting... Like, they're making a a musical of this and i mention it because the musical is uh being uh, created by someone her, her name is uh allison frasca who is a friend of ian brodsky who we had on this show at one point and is a member of dapper double productions what? can we can we can we pull that string and get in that show <laughs> yeah i i we pass your headshot along are you this is happening yeah it's mentioned in the art it's mentioned in this article it is happening. Uh, e- I'm e- getting e- tickets. I'm going to the. That's crap. How many? Ian on his Instagram. His- you should, by the way, uh, follow Ian Brodsky at iBrodsky uh, if you haven't already. And he he had his Instagram story where he where they were sh- he was showing video of like a rehearsal where they're doing like a wicked style in- interpretation of All Star. Damn, they're already in rehearsal. Oh yeah, they are. I always I miss everything. <laughs> no, but like they're still working on the script. Like I don't think like I. I don't think it's been cast yet. You want to you want to make a sci-fi uh, dance with me, Steve? Huh? Little. Uh... Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> Go for the moon. Go for the moon. It's not science fiction. We've been to the moon. Go for the moon. That's only if you believe NASA, aka never a straight answer. But yeah, so this is all of this is Give just me those moon metal, Steve, and then we'll see. All right. <laughs> Moon metal. All of this is just to say that Smash Mouth is still very much in the zeitgeist, or at least All Star is. And after 20 goddamn years, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Never, especially now that there's so much like modernism to it too. You know? Yes, it's so. Yeah, it's it was prophetic in a way. You know, predict- it's hot. There's the waters get waters getting warmer. Is it prophetic or is it uh, a damning? Uh, is it a, is it a damning? commentary on how bad we are at doing anything about it. Can't, can't it be both, Steve? 
It can be the one that I said. God, we've known about these problems with the environment. We've for known about a lack of all stars for twenty years. Twenty years. No, further back than that. Gas, gas, uh, and oil companies knew about it in the seventies, and they suppressed all of the uh, science. Okay, Steve, let's not it. make this a political podcast. Ah, uh, you know, fuck oil and gas. You're right, Steve. I'm sick of these motherfuckers, man. I ah, uh. the goddamn sun started everything on this planet. That's a different. That's a they might be giant song. <laughs> the sun is a mass of incandescent gas. Uh, but guys, that is it for All Star by Smash Mouth. Um, or is it? Actually, you know what? It's not it because we. The, and then it says this, the end question mark. Because like I said, the, the song is unkillable. We have dissected a living sample today, it and has. it's just going to get up off the table and continue to do its thing. And I'm okay with that. Oh, what kind of star would it be, you know? Or is that the question you're going to pose to the listeners oh, after we thank them God, for joining? Oh, my God, what kind of... Oh, okay, great. That's great. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> like, stick that in your back pocket right there. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, you can check us out at Dapper Devil Productions on all the social media. And you can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier. And I'm sure Mike will plug it, but check out Dairies of Our Lives if you have not oh. done so already. It is a masterpiece. All... We, have, I mean, we, we, Milk Russell came up earlier today. Like it's, it's, it's leaked into our zeitgeist. It's uh, leaked. Oh, stop it, Nick. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and uh, Mike, where may we find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me at mrmikerussell.com on my Instagram at mrmikerussell.com. That's mrmr.dot or on the dapperdevilproductions.com website. Uh, and like Nick said, please check out Dairies of Our Lives. We have not broken a hundred views yet, and it makes me depressed. So if you have not seen it, and yet, I keep refreshing the page. <laughs> I Take was trying. Steve's in it. Nick's in it. Ian's in it. I'm in it. Kate Soloff's in it. It's a great thing. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, leave a review. Ba, 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 da. And uh, yeah, why don't you let <laughs> Did us you know? Did you just yada yada your uh, own yada promotion? Yada yada myself. Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and uh, yeah, why don't you email us in at the at gmail.com what kind of star you are, whether that's an all star, a rock star, a porn star. Whatever you Especially kinda... that last one. <laughs> yes, please. Mike's <laughs> personal email is Mike, Mr. Mike Russell. Uh, yeah. And a Steve. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Your Man Trollo, which I guess I should really do something on so that I, there's yes. a reason for people to go there. Uh, that one video of you, like, if, if your Instagram account just consisted of your fiance recording you complaining about things, people would follow it. You, you complain <laughs> about things in a very entertaining way. <laughs> Which is sad because that means that I am forced to be miserable for the entertainment of others. What do you think this podcast is? Oh, what a true comedian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a great life it is. <laughs> uh, and on the Dabber Dabber Productions website as well. Yes. And uh, that is it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I am the sharpest tool in the shed. <gasps> I knew it. He was in here this whole time. And we will see you next week, listeners. Take care. What if I don't hit it? <laughs> it's a Dapper Devil production, see?